This is a GRDC podcast. There's been a significant change to the National Variety Trials Program. It's now fully managed by the Grains Research and Development Corporation. You might be thinking, wasn't it always? Well, while the NVT program was established by GRDC back in 2005, it's only in 2018 that the administration and day-to-day management of the National Comparative Crop Variety Trials Program has come under GRDC management. To explain what it means for NVT and those who use its data for crop management decision-making, here's NVT's Southern Manager, Rob Wheeler. Yes, look, this season, uh, 2018, is the first year that GRDC has uh, assumed total control of the NVT program, so management of the day-to-day activities of the the NVT program right across Australia. And part of that uh, exercise has involved appointing regional managers um, within each region to to be involved in that day-to-day management. What's this going to mean as far as the trials are concerned, but also what it means to growers? Yeah, having, having staff uh, located within each, each of the regions is going to enable much better uh, hands-on um, coordination of the work going on in each region. Uh, there'll be people that, that, that can uh, answer calls and be accountable uh, within each region, but there's also going to be an increased focus on extension activities uh, down the track uh, from, these, uh, from these staff in each of the regions. So extension and communication will also be a a part of these roles. Does it mean any changes as well in terms of what's happening as far as the trials themselves are concerned? How many varieties will be sown and what types of varieties will be sown? Uh, There'll be no change to the structure of the program in terms of its uh, day-to-day running. Um, At the moment there's approximately 650 trials uh, located all around Australia, all around the cropping regions of Australia, so um, that will continue and um, Within those trials, we have anything up to um, 2,000 different uh, varieties and breeders lines evaluated each year. And um, we're covering, at the moment, we're covering 10 different crop species. So cereals, pulses, oil seeds are involved in in those crop species. And this year uh, also marks the start of work uh, conducted on sorghum. So sorghum variety trials have also commenced this year is another another milestone of, of this this uh, transformation that's going on with the NVT system. It's pretty enormous. There couldn't be much like this elsewhere around the world, could there? Uh, we think that this would probably be the largest coordinated network of variety trials in the world. Um, and probably what makes it also special and unique is that it's underpinned by a, a database. Uh, all of the trials are coordinated through a an online database system and that database system is also able to be interrogated by growers when they seek to get information from the trials. Let's talk about this particular site that we're standing in here in the Mallee today. Paint a picture for us of what we're looking at here. This trial that we're standing in front of here is is, is a main season wheat trial in the Mallee. Um, it has about 40 entries in it, 40 to 45 entries in it each year. Uh, half of those are, are uh, commercially released varieties, the other half roughly are, um, are advanced breeders lines that are pending release, uh, release within the next year or two. And um, this is very typical of a, of a variety trial in wheat um, across many regions. Here we're looking at a, a, a low to medium rainfall Mallee soil type, um, 
specifically uh, in an area that grows a lot of wheat so it's it's quite relevant to this particular district and uh, growers in this district right across a, a big area can relate to this site when they when they seek information on varietal performance. Let's talk about the, the actual setup of the trial plot itself. What would people see? Yes, if you were to come out to one of these trials, you would see um, up to 40 or so. This is a, a main season wheat type trial. You would see up to 40 or 50 different uh, cultivars being tested across three replicates. There are um, three plots of each cultivar. Those plots are all randomised across the uh, trial site to ensure uh, as much accuracy as possible in, in the data that is gathered from these trial sites. Um, what's gathered is through the season is a lot of information uh, on things like early vigour, um, tillering habit, uh, flowering date, um, opportunistic scoring like lodging and, and head loss are things that may be measured on these trials. But then uh, at the end of the season, of course, grain yield is paramount. That's, that's, uh, that's measured in, a, in addition to grain quality characteristics. So all of the grain receival characteristics are measured on the grain that is harvested from each plot of these trials. In addition to that, you will also see um, uh, disease measurements taken, um, disease resistance uh, assessments taken of varieties, and that all leads to a ranking of varieties for their resistance to various diseases, which may occur at this or any other site. Is frost also something that's come into the trials in terms of uh, uh, analysis of how a variety performs? Yeah, look, in the Mallee in particular, um, frost is a, is a, a big issue uh, year in, year out. And uh, yes, frost and heat extremes, uh, temperatures over 35 degrees in spring, over 30 degrees in spring are um, you know, almost as bad as frost. So heat stress and frost uh, risk uh, are measurements which uh, are um, taken at sites and, and to aid in that you'll see that each site has a temperature sensor. Uh, at this particular site uh, behind me is a, a tiny tag sensor which measures the temperature every 15 minutes at the site and we use those temperature sensors to uh, gauge whether frosts have occurred at this site and what influence those frosts might have had on varietal performance. Even though it's not an ideal season, it still gives you valuable information. Yes, these sorts of seasons are, are important to gauge an idea of the drought tolerance of varieties. Uh, we had a, a string of seasons back in the um, 2000s, 2006 through to 2009 was a, was a run of dry seasons. And in those seasons, varieties like gladius wheat were, uh, were very prominent in, in trial performance data. And uh, those sorts of seasons are, are quite important for gauging the, the drought stress tolerance uh, of varieties and that's part of the Australian conditions for growing wheat. It's, uh, dare I say it, it's, it's, it's useful to have dry seasons or dry situations to be able to gauge those sorts of um, performance characteristics of varieties. One of the things about um, this, this new era of NVT, if you like, will be uh, getting more extension work done so that the uh, data that's taken from these trials, the interpretation of that information, a lot more is going to be happening in terms of getting this across to growers and growers being able to come in and look at results. Is that the case? The database that uh, underpins this variety trial system has uh, reporting tools um, av available with it that enable growers to be able to make varietal comparisons based on lots of different attributes, but including yield of course and quality. 
and uh, it's, it's the aim going forward to promote all of these uh, extension tools that are available within the database um, to advise and, and train people on how, that, how to use them, what they mean in terms of performance data, how, how to look at them and for growers to be able to make their choice on the, on the best variety to grow. Also an opportunity for growers to come out and look at more trials than there have been in the past? The, the trials have always been uh, available for growers and, and agronomists to have a look at um, and go, going forward we're hoping that we can make more use of um, those people in looking at sites uh, right across the country. Now you have been involved with NVT for a long time, in fact why don't you tell us how long and how excited are you about this new era, if I can put it that way, of NVT? Yes, I have been in, involved for a long time and um, yeah, many decades is all I'm going to say. <laughs> but um, yes, I think it's quite a, an exciting period that we're going into. Um, the, the database to me has come a long way and it's, it's now producing information for growers that is far and away an improvement on where it was even even the likes of a couple of years ago. So um, the data, the long-term uh, data handling tools, the long-term yield performance reports uh, are really good and I'd encourage growers and agronomists to have a look at just where that's come and it, it's still uh, being uh, um, advanced even at this point in time. There's still plenty of work to do to, to make it better. So in terms of that, I, I've seen big changes um, I've also seen a lot of change in the way the trials are managed and the protocols that uh, underpin these trials. We, we have very strict um, standards in terms of the protocols that the trials need to be managed under. They're all managed under best district practice and, and so there's um, things like the seed source that's used in the trials. Um, you know, the way trials are measured all are done to exacting standards that we're very proud of. and and. So some of these trials often have problems and going forward we want to make sure that all of the trials that, uh, that growers have access to the results of are the best quality they can possibly be and that growers can have a lot of faith in the data that's coming out of the system. Um, we, we would think that going forward that, uh, that the trials will all be assessed by stakeholders through the year, auditors through the year will we'll, we'll ensure that the trials are up to minimum standards and that any trial that isn't up to a certain standard will be isolated uh, from, from, the, from the reporting and, the, uh, and uh, other, other tools that are available. The reason behind the isolation of some crops will be to uh, achieve what? Yeah, look, the reason to isolate some trials is because the results uh, could be misinterpreted quite simply and, and a good example of this is frosted trials. Uh, a frosted trial may yield, still yield well, but because the frost has impacted on, on some varieties, not others, because of the time the frost hit in relation to growth stage, then those results uh, can be unpredictable. They, they can be, uh, and growers can take the wrong uh, advice away from them. So it's, it's important that in situations like this that we separate those trials from the main uh, groups of trials that have very good and accurate uh, and reliable results and we, we isolate those trials from public release. And so frosted trials go through a lot of scrutiny to determine whether they're frosted to the degree whether they're still accurate or not. And those trials that are frosted go into a separate report, which is, can still be accessed, but it's uh, accessed through a, 
a, a means whereby it's not, it can't be used commercially. Rob Wheeler, NVT's Southern Manager. And you've been listening to a GRDC podcast. I'm Tony Crowley.